Warning, this podcast contains bad words and stories about drugs and sex and overthrowing the government. Proceed with caution. Thank you. And now on to our show. Wake up, brother, we got nothing to do. Let's go outside, just me and you, and build a fort. We'll pack a lunch, won't be home till after dark. Then after dinner, we can sneak back out. You know that high school girl I've been telling you about. Well, she gets undressed about a quarter to nine, and we can watch her do it from the big old pie next door. She got a room on the second floor. Well, looks like another fucked up day in paradise. Good evening. Good evening. It's uh, Dan Kelly. Hang on, I blocked the cat from coming in. There. Okay, there we go. Portraying the cat. Well, uh, this might be a podcast. I don't. I'm not sure. Feels like it should be a podcast because we're on the brink, on the very edge of uh, what would we call this? A challenge? Oh, wonderful. Wait, hang on, see if this is water's gonna burn my legs. Burn, burn. It's pretty fucking hot, but maybe it's doable. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness gracious. Oh, wow. Ah, ah, ah. It's super hot. It's not so hot that I, I can't. Hello? Hello? Let's just do levels here. Hang on. Hello? Hello? There we go. <laughs> Hello? All right, it's not so hot that I uh, will have to go to the hospital. Or anything, but it's definitely hot. Hot. She's so hot. He's such a hot babe. Okay, I'm putting in the cocoa butter into the bathtub. Seems to be a thing that I'm doing these days. Oh man, let me just tell you, put some cocoa cocoa butter, not coconut butter, cacao butter. Cocoa butter. Cocoa butter? Cocoa. Cocoa butter. In your bathtub, in your hot bath, and the butter melts. And it's what is so hot. Oh my god. It's kind of right on the edge of ah, so. But it feels so good. Yes, it does. Oh, wow. I wonder. I'm lowering myself very slowly, very slowly into the bath. I haven't quite touched the. Uh, buttocks to the porcelain of the bathtub yet. It's, oh, now I'm just landing. The eagle has landed. Okay, hang on. I'm going to now put my my drain de-drainer. Let's throw this, this right here. Oh. Now sweet silence. Sweet silence of a bath. Let's make sure we're not, our levels are too high. I don't really have a convenient towel here. That's me reaching for a little towel. Oh my god, that was hot. Okay, 
Yes, testing, 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 arresting, testing, testing. Hello, okay, there we go. That should be good. Oops, my little towel got wet. Okay, well, oh, where do we start? Oh, well, you know, if this is a podcast episode, and I, I believe it might be, um, it's just, just, just some audio. Just some audio, because there's a lot going on right now, and I just want to take a bath. And you've seen me in the bathtub so many times. I know I, I look good in the bathtub, and some women never tire of seeing me in the bathtub. I don't blame them. Perhaps some men as well. Perhaps some, some genders that have yet to be named. Enjoy seeing me in the bathtub. I get it. And it's not like I'm shy. It's just a matter of uh, expediency. How do we get in this bathtub as quickly as possible and offer whatever information we can at this moment? It's over. It's past midnight. It's probably getting close to 1 o'clock, way beyond my bedtime. But I'm kind of thinking maybe I just don't need any bedtime anymore until this is all done. I mean, that's... Silly to say that. Silly, really. Because I like sleeping. And yet, and yet, there's something to be said for pouring myself into this completion. And it's now Wednesday. It's very early in the morning on Wednesday. And uh, I have all of Wednesday, all of Thursday, and most of Friday before I have to get the screener to FedEx for real this week, for real. Last week we were surprised, found out that deadline was actually this week. I don't think, I may be wrong, I it could be surprised. The universe could push the, the date back again, maybe. But I'm just going to go with the idea that it's going to be on Friday. And perhaps I could... Uh, Stay up for three days in a row. Done done it before. There's a kitty meowing outside. I know, kitty, you want to come in, but I'm in the bathtub. Just chill. Just just be out there by yourself. All alone. With no company at all. Just one being. No other bugs to play with or eat. Spiders and ants. It's just not... Not the season for them yet. It's just you. All you. We are all here, all by ourselves on this planet. And yet, it's an illusion because we are all one. We're all divinity. We're all pieces of the divine. It's kind of amazing how this has been engineered that we actually have the strong sense that we're by ourselves when we're in duality, but we're really not. And that's okay. I like, I like both. I like the illusion, and I like the, I like the actuality, the veracity, the, the, the way things are. Are, are. Are, are, are. Okay, well, I'm opening uh, my first orange quarter of March 
13th, I suppose it is today, 2019, Northern Michigan. My very first orange taste. So what is, uh, what is the, uh, uh, so the, 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 blah, 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 the point of this podcast is to report in about the fascinating development that uh, just developed. <laughs> okay, so hang on. The next thing you'll hear is me chewing on an orange slice. And then you might hear a kitty too. Mmm. Mmm. Oh. Mmm. Life. Life is awesome and perfect. I love being present for these incredible experiences of humanness. I'm so glad. I'm so glad that I've learned to be present. And I'm practicing presence. I love it. Okay, well, there's a little interlude of orange chewing and appreciation. Let's let's go into the meat of our podcast today. And that is this. So, there's more movie. There is definitely more movie. I just don't know what it is yet. Tonight, I took a look at the structure of what I was doing. And I never actually formally sat down and thought about what each chunk of the movie was supposed to achieve for the audience. (laughs) Um... I don't know, is that a thing? You know, structure, following a known structure, or... Mm, what's that called? Uh, modeling, thank you. Modeling other people's success. Looking at the fundamental unity that is story. The, Hero's Adventure is a sto- kind of a story where the hero is presented with a challenge or goes off on a challenge, but somehow they, they are, there is this opportunity to go and get something, loot or enlightenment or a babe or a stud, whatever, you, you name it. There's something out there the character doesn't have. The persona doesn't have and they want it. Or they suddenly realize they want it or something. But anyway, there it is. And then what happens is there's some kind of a there's some kind of an obstacle, or maybe lots of obstacles to achieving the desired outcome. And that is just that leads to all kinds of crazy things like, hey, Maybe it's a different outcome that I really wanted, but I would never have known it had I not set out on this first outcome. Or I have to now transcend my former being to be able to complete this task. Everything that I brought with me is pretty good, but not quite enough. 
I have to have more. I have to find more. I have to invent more. And then finally, the accomplishment of the great, the great adventure, either the getting of the gold or the gal or the guy or the, or the, uh, the merging, fusing with the mystery, whatever it is. All right. So looking over Daughter of God tonight, the script overview, latest version, I started to break down the different chunks and what they were doing. Um, there's a lot there. You can certainly read about it yourself if you wish. I'm not saying you should. I'm just letting you know it's available to read if you're a reader. And that's at ywhy.movie. And you'll want to search for what? You'll want to search for... Uh, Script synopsis. Fuck, I don't remember the title. Script something version two. Script V2. Search for that. And you should see something that says something like script synopsis V2. And in there, I go through all the scenes that I have and their various clusters. And I kind of talk about what the clusters are attempting to convey, set up, allow, initiate, whatever. And so what I realized was, okay, I got the hero's journey. First of all, I have a nice, I have a nice little strange enigmatic opening, which certainly would make me curious. What the fuck is this? That's kind of the objective of the prelude. I'm calling the first chunk of prelude is to achieve what the fuckness. Alright. Whereas it's not like, I hate this, this is stupid, I don't understand this, this is weird, I love this because it has something that I've seen before in it. <laughs> the idea is to put, put out an invitation to be curious, to open up. You know, if you're trying to figure out the answer to very complicated thing, let's say, one strategy, oftentimes a very effective strategy, is just to open up, open yourself up completely and just be like, all right, I don't know what's going to happen, but here I am, woo! And then, you know, and then something makes sense after that or something shows up when you when you do that courageous act and uh, have I lost my train of thought I perhaps may have let me see hang on this is the sound of me eating oranges again mmm so good mm. ah so after going through these chunks of the story and kind of explaining to myself what they're what they're doing there, um, I came up with basically these three I think three things. And the three things are: there's this intriguing little cognition catcher, 
And then that's the prelude. And then after that is a meet the characters. All the characters. Meet them all. Um, you get introduced to Christina and Joe. You kind of already met Joe in the very beginning in the prelude, but he speaks. Joe speaketh. Well, he, he speaks at the very beginning too, but I'm not going to count that. Just because. Why not? Not count. Really, the first time we really get a sense of Joe is what he's up to while he's speaking, okay? Because even if he's looking right, even if he's looking you right in the eyes and talking to you straight up, you could never know for sure what else might be going on for Joe. So when he's doing a couple things at once, that seems to be more uh, acceptable. Hmm. That makes that that seems more uh, authentic. Thank you, authentic. So, even though we see Joe, he looks right at us. He breaks the fifth wall or the third wall or whatever wall it is, and looks right at the camera and talks to us. That's not necessarily Uncle Joe. That's a future version of a guy who used to be called Uncle Joe. He's the wandering monk. He's Veronique, a devotee of Veronique, the Cathar monk, female Cathar monk, who survived the purges. Because even that back then, the Cathars were aware of the need to be fully mm, empowered. I should, maybe that's not the right word. To be, to be fully activated as consciousnesses on the planet. And that means that, okay, well, there's, there's a benefit in sending out some of our people on the sly so that if the fucking Pope sends a crusading army down on us, the Cathars will persist, if even as just a wind-blown seed, and someday the Cathar tree will root again in more fertile soil, and all humanity will rejoice. So, even though we see Uncle Joe, or the guy who was formerly called Uncle Joe, in the very beginning of the film... We actually don't meet Uncle Joe. Thank you. There we go. Until, <laughs> until we see him in the hideout. And, and he's doing some nefarious things there, kind of. He's watching people. And he's peering in on people's intimate moments. And that's kind of rude, right? In some states, you can go to jail for that. In some states, that's considered illegal. But see, Uncle Joe is is beyond good and evil. He's 
he's not beyond the law. Law just doesn't have any application to him. At least the laws of civil society. He's here to do a magnificent project, and by Jiminy, he's going to do it. And that requires him to spy on a few people who are kind of important in the scheme of things. All right. So what we've got is we've got a cat meowing, which you might be able to hear. Maybe not, though. Kitty! Kitty! It may seem counterproductive to be lying in a freaking super hot bathtub sweating while there's a poor cat who's all alone just a doorway away. And I'm not punishing him. No, no. I'm just keeping him away from two things that he has been rather... Uh, he's violated somewhat. Doesn't even know... Well, not two things. One thing he's definitely violated, and a couple other things that I think he would be happy to violate, given the chance. So, uh, it's not like it's, you know, he's just a cat. He's doing what cats do. And as such, he's a fantastic teacher. He's teaching me so much. Thank you. And I choose tonight to have my teacher outside of this room to protect some inanimate objects from his hijinks. All right. So... I have this cognition catcher. I have this introduction to the various characters. Oh, you get to meet the people of the People's Poetry Slam. And the boat. And, of course, Jerry and Christina. You get to meet and see, get a little taste of each one of them. I'll go into details again. This is all posted if you want to read it. But what I realized, what I realized was, okay, so I've done... Also, there's a theme song. I forgot to mention that. So I've done, I think I've done a successful job of capturing some cognition. I think I've introduced some intriguing characters. And I've burst into song because music should just come into our lives without permission. So I burst into song and it's kind of like, pastiche of a Netflix series, except it's not a series, it's a movie. And now what? Now what? Well, the hero's journey is done, and so we kind of cover, we kind of cover some, we kind of cover some peaks. We kind of touch on some why should we give a nod to some important things like music and the pervasive the pervasive theme song experience that we have every day even if we cannot hear the music each of us has our own theme song and when we, we wake up in the morning excited it's because we hear that theme song playing loud and clear so music got some music I've got uh, I've got a, a more detailed revelation about some of the characters, the players in our little story. And then we've got the hero's journey. So we've kind of got these major story elements in place. And handled them even. They're done. 
I mean, there's no point really in going back into the hero's journey and trying to stuff that full of fat so it lasts longer. It's just not, it's not, first of all, it's not possible. Even if I wanted to do it, it's just not, well, not, not possible. It's, it's just not, it's not elegant. There we go. It's not elegant. I don't feel like it's worth spending the time to try and find a way to make that elegant. That just sounds like a lot of work. All right. So, what's left? It's the story that hasn't been told. It's the real story. If I let you in, you can't scratch those things or I'm going to... What will I do? I can't do anything to you. I can't even yell at you now. So I prefer not to yell at you. Let's just leave you out there. All right. I don't necessarily know what the answer is, actually. And I want to remind everybody that it's three days, less than three days, before the screener has to be dropped off at the Traverse City Federal Express office. Well, I'm thinking here that there should be more story. And I'm thinking about, gee, is there a structure that I, should I look at the structure of my story? Well. I, I don't know, when is that supposed to happen? Like the first day you you start writing a script? The day after you write the script? The day before you go on location? Ten weeks before you go on location? I don't know. Well, the best I can do for you guys is better late than never. Okay? But the point is that, I may, I've said this many times before, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm, I kind of feel like I'm going to flip that over completely because I, I think that if you haven't figured it out by now, now you, you might as well just hear it straight up. And here it is. I kind of think not knowing what you're doing is a bit of a superpower. I mean, I know some things, certainly. I know a lot of things. But do I really know what I'm doing with this movie, how to finish it? No, I have no idea. I'm totally letting it finish itself. I'm there at the computer. I'm here on the podcast. I'm, I'm thinking about it. I'm laughing about it. I'm staying in a place of receptivity. But I really, really don't know what I'm doing. And I think, I think part of my reason for saying that is because I want, as divinity does, sending us here to the planet blind to grow up around and find expansion. Mm. I am taking a new approach in my life, or maybe the final approach. I'm saying, all right, I'm going to be as relaxed and chill and joyful as possible in this current incarnation. And let's see what shows up. Uh, you know, the results have been pretty encouraging so far. I mean, shit is showing up and showing up and showing up almost... Well, that, not too much for me to keep track of. It's like just the right amount, actually, to be totally honest. Um, and now I've found out that there's not, there's still 
some more story. Story that I I I can see it's like a all the jigsaw pieces are spread out in front and before me and there's kind of a little bit of a pattern as to where they might go. But it's far from finished. Hmm. I should say it again. But as of this moment, I do not yet fully grok the wrap. It's funny because several times over the past couple days, I felt like I grokked the wrap. I'm like, oh, that's how it's good. Oh, okay, got it. And then more showed up and more showed up. And I said, oh, okay, I'm not done yet. <laughs> uh, and then I'm like, all right, in good faith, I'm just going to keep this rolling. All right, so here's some more. Okay, got it. Um, I'm definitely going to send something on Friday. It'll be 72 minutes long, as promised. There may be some placeholder chunks in there. And that's fine. That's totally fine. Because all they really need to see is that there's something happening here that is slightly extraordinary. If, they, if they're going to see that. They don't need to see the whole entire movie. They'd probably like to, but they don't need to to decide to give me a invitation to come to Cannes in May. And I know this sounds crazy, right? Cannes, it's like super competitive. Who am I? Who am I to think that I'm going to get my first unfinished feature into Cannes? And all I can say is, I, I, I don't know. I don't care. That's not even a relevant question. Why do I think? I think so because I'm fucking God. I think so because I'm surrounded by amazing allies. I think so because I'm uniquely gifted with all kinds of creative powers and an incredible mind. Oh, I could go on and on. I, there's so many reasons why. And I, you know, just telling you the facts, folks. I mean, I might say that I'm sexy and attractive, but, you know, that, that might, that might uh, make a difference in some cosmic quantum effect. Uh, feeling sexy, for sure. Feeling sexy and yummy is, uh, is helpful, for sure. Because you just radiate that goodness, and oh man, that's like some some real magnetic stuff. Mm, okay, so I, it's an open question. I'm leaving this question wide open. What, is there going to be more story now that we've kind of covered all the basic story bases? Now what? Is there another kind of story? I mean. Besides the hero's journey, of course. There's uh, lots of different kinds of stories. They're not all the hero's journey. And I think I'm going to just ponder this. And seems like a, maybe a rather anticlimactic ending to this episode to not answer the question. But that's the point of having a podcast, isn't it? I'm just talking about what's going on and you guys are hearing it straight. You gals and guys are hearing it straight from my mouth. And, uh, yeah, a little bit, uh, a little bit risky 
here. I mean, really not really risky. What's the big deal? I send a fucking Blu-ray to some French people, and they're like, ah, Americans are crazy, and they just reject it. No worries. Or they don't accept it, which is a better way of saying it. They accept other stuff that they like that's more resonant with their, with their energy. <laughs> okay. However, there's no reason. There's no reason. There's not a reason in the world except my own, my own misgivings or self-consciousness or whatever that I shouldn't actually get invited to bring Daughter of God to Ken. That's it. Really. I don't know. I, I don't want to second guess the jurors and say, oh, they probably are going to blah, blah, blah. I have no idea. I'm assuming that the jurors are super cool and that they have they have been around the block and they've seen this usual stuff. They're like, okay, there's the usual stuff. It's done very well. Done with great aplomb, beautiful mimicry of what has already been done. Maybe even a beautiful redoing of what has already been done. Oh, what? But it's already kind of been done. What about this thing? This unfinished piece of fucking crazy shit. And that's really, that's really it. That's really it. Can I, tomorrow, let's say, on Thursday, Wednesday, can I just say, okay, I'm just going to slip in text cards with timings on them for the stuff that's missing. And when it's all done, when it's all said and, and I'll color correct properly and clean up the scenes that exist and remove the dog.movie tagline until it sort of seamlessly comes together as much as it can with what exists currently and then just have that ready and say, this is it. Maybe even burn a Blu-ray of that and say, this is it, this is it. Wednesday night, I stop, I say, okay, this is what is doable as a happy human. And let it go. And I can also, Thursday, wake up in the morning and go, like, all right, is there something else I can do to just give this a little bit more of a boost? That would be so fun. All right. Well, thanks for listening. I think that's long enough. I think this might have been maybe as long as an hour. I don't know. I can look and see. I still have two quarters of orange left. And that little bit of rumbling you hear, if you can hear that, I don't think you can. But there's a tiny bit of rumbling. That's the cat trying to amuse himself with a golf ball for the ziptillionth time. He's all by himself. He's all alone out there. Kitty! All by himself. Wishing that he had his friend Dan to hang out with. Mm. I love you all. Even if I don't know you, I know I love you. Somehow. I don't care if that's rational. I don't care if it sounds rational or irrational. It just is. It's just the way it is. It doesn't matter how it sounds. Mmm.
Heaven, the kingdom of God is spread upon the earth and man does not see it. And you know what? Oranges. That's the proof. You get yourself a fucking nice orange and you cut it in quarters and you eat it. I mean, what more proof do you need? Just really be present for that orange assimilation. And, and that's it. You, you got it. You've got this essence of existence right there. Right here. Mmm. This just keeps going and going and going and going. Alright, I think now it's time for it to be done. This is Daughter of God cast. More movie. Episode 134? I think so. I think so. I think this is episode 134. But I'll just have this, I'll be able to say this, it's just, it's 133. Episode 133, not really, it's episode 134, no, fuck it, try again. Episode 133, no, I'm kidding, it's episode 134, Daughter of God casts more movie is the title of this episode. Brought to you from the bathtub with no sync sound. I mean, it's sound, but it's not synced with video. You can't see me unless you close your eyes and imagine me. And probably if you do that, you're going to get a much higher fidelity image of me anyway than you would a higher fidelity impression, experience, there we go, of me than you would watching me on a little flat screen, a little flat piece of plastic or glass. Hmm. My little chin wagging up and down. Mmm. That's it. Sometimes you just you just are here for whatever it is. And it's not fancy. It isn't necessarily well written. It's not written at all. It's made up. Got one last thing to tell you, and then we'll end this. So Uncle Joe. The new story probably has something to do with Uncle Joe teaching the people about the People's Poetry Slam. He's providing the, the library of epic poems that the people will carry forward to help them always remember what the before times were like and to inoculate them against... The clique militarizing duality. God, I love how that sounds. And if you understand it, hooray. If you don't, it's okay. I'm not sure I understand it completely myself. It's just words flying out of my mouth. Okay? But I may, it may actually mean something. I'm not, I don't want to take that away from anyone. I believe it actually does mean something. <laughs> okay, well. Uh, so Uncle Joe is teaching the people of the future how to do oral history. He's kind of planting these seeds, this, these epic poems. And as he's riding along on his bicycle, traveling the world, he is making up these poems because that's the next thing he had to do. He had to subvert the grand plan of the clique and not let them know he was doing it. And then he's got this whole daughter of God thing going on. 
and lots of chaff so that the clique, anybody who's left in the clique will have a hard time figuring out what the fuck is going on or who to kill. And not that they have to kill anybody. It's not one of those movies. Um, to neutralize, which doesn't necessarily include killing, okay? It doesn't have to be killing. All right, anyway, so, oral history. And I have, I do have a sort of a scaffolding in place, but not yet, it is not yet the facade or the, the granite of the cathedral is still in uncarved blocks and the scaffolding is empty as of right now. Thank you again for listening. This is the Daughter of Godcast episode 3334. More movie. This has been Dan Kelly, Dan Kelly Shreve, Fuji Split from the bathtub, but unseen, unseen in the bathtub. Just use your super powerful imagination and join me in the bathtub.